The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine and this is Get the Funk Out. Hope nobody's in a funk this Monday morning. It's too beautiful of a day, except it's too hot, people. I need to like blow up my kiddie pool in the front yard and jump in it. It's much, much, much too hot. All right, so we have a little bit of a scheduling change for today, but uh, standing by to join us is not Director Brandon Oldenburg. I heard he's out sick, unfortunately. I hope you feel better, Brandon. Standing by to talk about the film Taking Flight is the associate producer, Wendell Riley. Good morning, Wendell. Hey. Oh, I was like, are you there? No, I had you on mute. (laughs) Oh, okay. How are you? Thanks for calling in. No problem. Um, sorry about the last-minute change. No uh, Brandon is out sick today. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You guys are stuck with me. That's all right. That's right. So tell <laughs> the listeners about this film. Um, well, <clears throat> Taking Flight is a short film that, um, you know, was conceived by Robert Passon, and it, it's, it's an ode to his grandfather. Oh, that's nice. Um, and it really kind of delves into the relationships between three men, uh, a grandfather, a father, and a son. And it, it really shows the power of imagination and the idea that we can kind of get lost in our own lives a little bit and, you know, how taking the time to, to let your mind wander can, can bring you back and connect you in ways that you had forgotten. Yes. Is that something you can relate to yourself? Well, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a I'm a new father. Uh, I have a two year old daughter, oh. and uh, it's it really changes your perspective on things. Um, and you you a lot of times start looking at the world through their eyes mm-hmm. to try to to give context to um, you know how they move through the world and how they see things. Um, and you know, there's certainly a lot of parallels between that and and what we actually tried to accomplish in the film. That's great. And uh, how many films have you worked on? About a whole bunch, or is this one of your first? I, I, um, I, I don't think <laughs> so. I've worked on quite a few projects I here know. at Moonbot. Uh, one of the things about the studio is that we're always busy, and uh, we work on multiple projects at a time. So, uh, you know, maybe nine or ten different projects, but we do different things. Um, we do games, we do apps, we do books. Um, and then, of course, we, we do short films, and, and we're actually poking our toes into other fields right now that I can't discuss yet, but okay. um, there's always something coming down the pipe for us, um, you know, which is really exciting. How did you connect with Brandon Oldenburg? Uh, well, you know, Moonbot is, uh, we're in Shreveport, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and um we are kind of the only uh, animation studio in town. So if you are a nerd like I am, um, <laughs> it's hard to miss a company like Moonbot because, you know, 
it's just a collection of people that are really passionate about storytelling. And uh, that's great. When when they were working on Morris Lesmore, uh, I actually visited the studio. A friend of mine was working here at the time, and uh, I walked in and I I was just blown away, completely blown away. And I saw I I thought to myself, man, it would be cool to work in a place like this. Um, and you know, a couple of years later, here I am. That's fantastic. Can you give some advice that people for people that want to do what you're doing? That because the theme of the show is get the funk out. So so many people go through ups and downs yeah. in their lives, and sometimes you go through a funk, and it turns out to be the best thing that happened to you because you find yourself, you find your passion. Can you talk a little bit about you know maybe some advice for people that want to do something like this? Yeah, I can I can um I can tell you a little bit about my path, and because it's it's a little different than a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. I was actually. I have an MBA. Um, I have an undergraduate degree in marketing, and then I have an MBA. So mm. when I when we moved to Shreveport, my wife and I, I was in the or at the tail end of a career in finance that I I was not enjoying. I had an aptitude for it, but I did not really enjoy it. Okay. And um, all the while, I you know I grew up in a family of artists. Um, so I always kind of kept that part of me going. Um, I would write. I did a lot of freelance writing and mm-hmm. uh, just worked on some comics with my brother. He's back in Trinidad. I'm not actually from the United States. I didn't but think you were. I could hear right. it. Yeah. yeah, I have a bit of an mm-hmm. accent. Um, but the thing is, I always kept that part of me alive, and I always, um, I'm very passionate about films. So whenever I see a movie, I, I, I really try to just ingest it in every way possible and and scrutinize it and break it down and, and learn about the craft and you know that's and great. that's basically what everyone here we're all fans um, and we, we we're really passionate about all kinds of stuff TV movies books you name it we're into it um, so even if you are in a place where you're not quite there yet or you feel like you're not quite there yet, because I've felt like that a lot of times in my life, mm-hmm. just keep that passion alive in, in whatever way you can and, right. and surround yourself with people that are equally as passionate as you are. Because they're out there. There's so many people out there. Yes. And we all have self-doubts. I mean, you know, you get busy, especially with having kids. But if you kind of try to block out a little bit of quiet time, which is really hard to do, but if you block out some kind of time, you can keep that creative, you know, spirit going. Absolutely, yeah. There were times in my life where I would wake up uh, very early in the morning and, and do some writing before I went out to my other job, which was my main career at the time. But it mm-hmm. never really felt like I was in the right skin. And, um, you know, but here at Moonbot, I get to actually... Um, bring a lot of my business acumen to the table as a as a production manager and as a as an associate producer i get to uh work on some of the the um how should i put this the less exciting parts of of the the production process which is like uh, budgeting scheduling but i have a healthy respect for the craft of what we do here Mm -hmm. and it, it helps me manage teams uh much better because i feel like I I certainly understand their point of view because it is a very specific point of view and it's right. something that must be cared for yes. uh, and nurtured in in any production process. Do you find that I know you mentioned you have an MBA. So you're probably using a lot of your skill sets 
from your other experiences, even though somebody might go, oh, yeah, was that a waste? But it's not. No, 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 absolutely. You know, whatever you do in life, this is my philosophy. It's always been my philosophy. Even though you may feel like you are not where you need to be on a certain path, always just learn from what you're doing Mm -hmm. because there's going to come a point where you're going to use those skills in something else in in ways that you can't even anticipate. Yes. Just stay positive and, you know, learn from the people around you, you know, and learn from the things that you do. Right. I'll tell you a funny story. When I had my second child years ago, I... um, submitted myself for a project through Backstage West and I auditioned to be a puppeteer and I hadn't really puppeteered but I was a voiceover actress right. and they, I came in I did it and they said thank you but we're going to hire this more experienced person as it turned out this poor woman it was too strenuous so they called me back they said we want, we want you yeah. and I thought what in the world am I doing as a puppeteer <laughs> are you kidding me right. it's crazy and, um, but it ended up to be the best experience and it was, it was so much fun Absolutely, yeah. I, you know, when I got here uh, at Moonbot, I was terrified that they would ask me not to come back. Cause I, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is you that? Know, it, it's just a, it's such a cool environment, and it was like the first time that I really felt like I had found my place. And that's a really, it's a really gratifying moment yes. when you get to that point in your life. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and we work really hard. We work a lot of long hours here, but... Um, but you love it. Exactly. Yeah. Every that's, day. That's what matters. Yep. So the screening for this film is going to take place Friday uh, at 7 p.m., 7 to 9 p.m., the special shorts presentation at the Regency Directors Cut Cinema in Laguna Niguel, right? Uh, yes, I believe so, yeah. Okay. You can take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, it's on my blog, uh, which nice. is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Uh and uh, we are talking with Wendell Riley, associate producer of this film that's coming up, uh, Taking Flight, because poor Brandon was sick. So thank you for, uh, for taking a last-minute call to come on. on. Come on no problem. Yeah. No problem. And uh, how did you find the cast of this film? Uh, th- <laughs> it's funny. This is one of those projects where we had a wish list, and um, they all kind of fell into place. So... Um, Kevin Rahm, uh, he's from. Uh, he's been in uh, Mad Men, and you know you've seen him. Seen him in a couple movies like Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually a friend of Moonbot. We have a lot of friends of Moonbot um, because he's from this area, uh, and uh, you know we just asked him if he would be interested, and he said yes. And Ray Wise was a was a fan of our Chipotle short, and Brandon met him at an event. Um, he also did something with Chipotle. Okay. And, uh, you know, we were kind of throwing ideas around, and Brandon said, hey, I should ask Ray Wise. And, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this. This might be way past, this kind of dates me, but, you know, he's Leland Palmer to me from Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, So we were all just kind of like, yeah, right, that would be cool, awesome. And then Brandon walks back in one day, and he's like, yeah, Ray's interested. Um, And then uh, Asher is, who plays... um, Tony, yeah, he's actually the son of a director on another project that we are working on, and Asher is going to be in, uh, or he was in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. Oh, yeah. cool! Very yeah. nice. It's a really nice. cool cast, and 
you know, they all really brought a lot of expertise to the table, which made it really easy for our animators to do their jobs. Is there a website people can go visit to find out more about the film? Yes, and let me give you the right one. Okay, because I don't want the wrong one. That would be good. (laughs) (laughs) It is takingflightfilm.com, all one word. Okay, perfect, because we have to wrap up. We've got another filmmaker calling in to join us, but I want to thank you so much, Wendell, for a last-minute call into the show. And uh, Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Look forward, I'm looking forward to coming to the festival that's starting this weekend. Sweet. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Wendell Riley calling in to talk about the film Taking Flight. All the info is up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. Going to take a quick break, and then we'll be joined by director Vanessa Block, who will be talking about her documentary, The Testimony. Joy.